You know the you know the routine by now. I so. think I know the routine, but you'll have to take over in the back end. Sure. Because no I don't worries. Have all the others. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah. it was just kind of a, like a you know perfect spot would be here. Yeah, we're not. Just gonna go. Welcome to Geeks with Kids, and uh, please don't adjust your dial. I am James. I'm uh, gonna be your host this week, and uh, this is, like I said, Geeks with Kids. Your now weekly conversational podcast devoted to all things geeky and parenty. Uh, this week it's gonna be kind of a wait and see who jumps in, but right now it's just <laughs> me and Aaron. Geek Aaron. Yeah. So hey. Hey, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. So, um, yeah, I guess I've moved up from Lando to Honorary like Geek. I think you're regular now. Yeah. Regular, yes. You're not double-double, well, double, but you're regular. At our age, it's nice to be regular with something. And uh, uh, not to take anything We're not it. old. Oh, <laughs> yes, we some are. Days, yes, we are. <laughs> My son calls me an old dinosaur, man. <laughs> well, you're a couple years... Well, you're one year older than me, so I guess I can feel good good about that yeah so yeah you're you're hitting the big four zero. yeah or you hit the big four zero. Yeah, i yeah. hit the big four zero. so yeah so um yeah and then kind of moving into this so this is this is great so this is my first the the maiden voyage of me as a host and mm-hmm. you as training wheels so that's right oh man we're in trouble <laughs> you have insurance don't you two words derailed no i'm just kidding <laughs> As long as there's insurance and somebody else has to pay for it. That's right. So, yeah, I guess it's going to be just an extension of what we normally do and just kind of keep carrying on. So uh, yeah, hopefully somebody else will be joining us. I guess it'll be a guest yeah. star that pops in afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Eric might so, be jumping in. Spears might possibly. I know that uh, Spears' kids have uh, been under the weather for the last uh, couple of days, which is uh, it's tough Like when one gets sick, but I can't imagine what it's like when two of them are down at the same time. So, Luckily, yeah. I only have one, and she was down last week with it. And oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely the first couple weeks of school. You know what it's like? Yeah, it's that back-to-school thing that totally just nails you, especially when the weather starts to cool off a little bit. Yeah. Which we've had this weekend, and everybody just yeah. kind of goes from full speed to dead stop. Yeah. Oh. You've got the uh, oh, the the petri dish that is the public school and the Catholic school <laughs> system. <laughs> For sure. You know, they all come back, and everything starts breeding. So yep. sore throats and stuffy noses all around. Yeah. So I'm. We're just biding our time right now because I know it's gonna it's gonna hit one of them very soon. It's got mm-hmm. to. Like it's like we're almost a month in to daycare now, and he's come home. Uh, Mercury's come home perfectly healthy, and it's gonna be like, when is this gonna happen? When is he gonna get sick? I'll when is he gonna time. barf? When is he gonna barf all over my well, face it's again? <laughs> it's not so much either. Even Mercury. Look at where you work. You're surrounded by them. No, no, not anymore. Because I'm at the board office, so I have actually haven't been in a classroom for three weeks now, which is amazing. Oh, like so there's I should... a whole other breeding ground of of you're <laughs> at administration now. Oh yeah, it's uh, so far I haven't had uh, Lumberg come up to me and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday" or anything like that. But I know it's gonna happen at some point. That uh, you know, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that talking to at my cubicle, and then of I'm just course. gonna want to go to 
TGI Fridays and just get over my case of the Mondays kind of thing. So Yeah, well, I'm, I'm at the point of somebody stole my stapler. But I kind of <laughs> like where I am, so I'm not burning the place down. Yeah, no, no. It sounds like your sounds like your job is looking out for you. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of nice to you know every once in a while you gotta reevaluate and as as you've done this year too, you you pivot. That's pivot right, one way or another. And, so and speaking speaking of appreciation, dude, thank you so much for uh, upping our geeks with kids cred out there the last little while. That's been oh. uh, you've. You've really, I, uh, yeah, you've really uh, done a lot uh, for us, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, hey, no, it's all the all the work that you guys have been doing and the the quality of the website. People are seeing it, and it's it's great. So it's hopefully people are are looking at the website and choosing to go there by themselves and and liking the webpage. So it was mm-hmm. fun watching the uh, the numbers go up the other night. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. Like, way to go! And uh, shout out to all the new, uh, all the new uh, people that James has been bringing in. Hopefully, you know this is, uh, you know, a uh, good example of the quality that it has become now. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, and if you don't like it, this is no example of the quality. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like it, well, tune in next week. It, tune it, in next it, week. It might get better. <laughs> It will get better. Uh, my Zencaster <laughs> awesome. is saying that this recording is finished. I don't know if that's showing on your. I own. already tried one and finished one. That's why. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I guess welcome, Eric. Hello. Yay! <laughs> How's it going? We we're kind of doing a solo podcast here, but uh, welcome to the group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hey. So we were just documenting uh, the the various. In illnesses and inflictions that have happened to, fl- to the family since uh, going back to school. Yeah. So, is everyone healthy on your end? Oh, yeah. We're great. Nice. <laughs> great. Rub it in. Mm. Thanks a lot. Well, my yeah. kids are only in daycare, so it's not uh, too bad. Yeah. It'll happen. Well, now that you're, <laughs> you've jinxed give it, give it a week or two. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, I guess getting into topics of the week, um, I've, got, I've just been go- I've just been going through the uh, the internet and taking a look at different things that have happened, and I figured uh, since this is kind of a, a new thing for me hosting, I'm going to throw out just a few topics and get your general impressions. See what you guys think. Shoot. Okay. So, news of the week, the biggest one: Brangelina splits. How do we feel? Don't care. Do we care? No. Yeah, no. Fair enough. I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. It, like, blew up at work the other day, and people are like, did you hear? Did you hear? And I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> are we surprised? Does Jennifer Aniston know about this? Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Because no, he apparently... Didn't he cheat with Jennifer Aniston kind of thing? On the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. He was, he was still married to her before he... he uh, Hooked up with Angelina. So I guess just my I just thought it was is, funny that was kind of the biggest biggest topic of the week that you would have thought. Yeah. My only question is like who? Who would you drop Angelina Jolie for? She's the one who dropped him, uh apparently it was for Yeah, but if he cheated on her, then like oh but did she cheat on him? It's saying that um the rumor is is that she doesn't like that he smokes pot and drinks a lot. 
and she doesn't oh, okay. like his parenting techniques. What's wrong with his parenting techniques? Well, that they won't say. So I think what we too much drinking surmises too much pot, too much drinking, and yeah, and not so much that he probably messed around. So, so do you think he's hanging out with Matthew McConaughey in his uh, drive around trailer right now? All right, all right, all right. Got my new, got myself a new roommate here. All right. No, no, Uh, no. (laughs) They're driving around in a Buick somewhere. Why would he drive when he can fly uh, everywhere? Where Brad Pitt can fly. Is he he's like John like, Travolta? Yeah. Does he? Nice. I he was, he's, well, he looks like Superman. Hmm. So I've been told. You're thinking of uh, what's his name? Nick Cage. Nick? Oh no. <laughs> Nick Cage doesn't fly. I watched Con Air today. Oh. Did you really? Yeah. Was you had nothing. Yeah. Oh, it was just one of those. I had nothing TV. better to do. It was on. <laughs> it was on TV. AMC. It'll be on like six times today. I was going to say, is it like uh, AMC? T- uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. You turn it on, it'll be on. No, it was on space. I'm sorry. Why okay, would it so be on space? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you never... Why ask why? Okay, so uh, topic number two. Monster Truck. Movie coming out next... Uh, well, it's been delayed. Starring Lucas Till, Rob Lowe, Jane Levy... Danny Glover, big cast, meant to be kind of a sci-fi family film, already declared dead by Paramount. Why think about a a studio actually saying, we're going to lose money, and it's a complete write-off before they even show it? Hmm. Well, it already sounds like garbage, so... Hmm. Yeah, because when you said Monster Truck, the first thing that went through my head was the band? But I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, or Grave Digger. Grave Digger. Yeah, Grave Digger. Nice. Um, but uh, okay, so fill us in. Is it about like a like a possessed truck, or is it kind like... of? It is about an alien that hides inside of a truck, and they try to save the rest of their families, and they can't live outside of the truck, and the truck okay. has all these monstery powers. It so sounds it's... like a winner. I don't blame Paramount for actually saying that it's going to be, but to come right out at the very beginning and say, we're going to lose $150 million on this movie. It cost $150 million to make that movie? Wow. It cost $100 million plus marketing, and they would have to make at least $150 million to break even. So, okay, so basically it's like Maximum Overdrive 2016. No. Think, um, oh, what's a, what's a, CGI kids movie tentacle monster inside of a truck. Okay, so even worse than that. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's it's even worse. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like Mac and me with uh, with CGI. So are they probably trying to like get in front of this and trying to say this is so bad, like snakes on a plane bad, like uh, like uh, Sharknado bad, to maybe get people to go out and see it, like Piranha Three D D D kind of like thing. Yes. Yes. Hmm. So, and it's a kids movie, like Mac it's and Me. Kids oh, movie yeah. with oh, a huge yeah. cast. Yeah, okay. So, needless to say, none of us are probably going to be going to see it. <laughs> no. I got better things to spend my money on. Fair enough. Okay. Like, 
Like Forty Creek Copper Barrel goes down smoothly. Anyway, sorry. Next up, drinking my crown. <laughs> Costume controversies, you know, seem to dominate this week. Mm. The Rock released a picture of the cast of Jumanji. Him, Kevin Hart, yeah. Jack Black, and Karen uh, was it Karen Gillian. 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 Karen, I'm sorry, yeah. Gillian. Now, everybody seemed to jump on the fact that she was wearing a, wearing a very skimpy outfit that looked like kids' clothes on an adult. Right. Knowing Jumanji and the storyline of Jumanji, everybody seemed to get uh, bent out of shape. Right. Anyone here bent out of shape? Nope. We I don't know what she's playing, right? Like, she could be a... Yeah. Um, an adult performer? that used to be a kid? You know, like, or a kid that's... Now dressed up as you know how you have like those movies where people are taken out of their. um, I remember when she first showed up on Doctor Who, she was wearing a police outfit that was too sexy because and people were okay. Okay, this is the podcast. I can't swear, and people were (laughs) bent out of shape because of it. But they didn't realize that she was a singing Telegram girl, and that was her outfit for that. That wasn't her outfit for the rest of the series, but that's how she shows up. Right. you know the first scene in the fir- in the first episode, um, right? And we don't know if that's how it's going to happen yeah. in in Jumanji, right? That could be a shtick. Yeah. Could be, it could change. She later. could be a kid that's that's magically grown up, or it could be fit. well. It doesn't look like that, right? It looks like she does look like a stripper, but um, we don't <laughs> know. People get people get offended way too easily, anyway. And like, who knows? It might be. Do you think be, people would actually? Actually, you know, jump to too many conclusions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That never happens. Um, oh, not in the internet. No. So you know, wait until you see a trailer, see or see the movie, and if you're that mm-hmm. bent out of shape, vote with your wallet and don't go. Who cares? It's a exactly. movie. <laughs> and then the next controversy that came up was another rock movie, Moana. Uh, the the upcoming Moana, and uh, Disney was forced to. Apologize and pull the kids' costume out. They had a Moana Halloween costume coming up in October, okay. and uh, apparently it was a um, kind of a one-piece bodysuit with uh, rock-style tattoos. It was more like right. it was more tattoos than the Rock has. Like um, his character, which I can't well, like the character uh, has tattoos Moana. all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. guess he would be Moana. <laughs> Um, has tattoos all over his body because it shows the tales that he has um, done throughout his lifetime. Now, I saw the costume and I was not. Uh, I was not offended. That's because uh, you did. You see it on a white kid, or did you see it on a? Kid no, I just saw it hanging on a, yeah. on a shelf. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they they did the people who got upset about it had a white kid pop it pop it on, and because the the see through parts were a little bit tanned. It looked like they were sort of doing blackface, which they weren't. Obviously. Oh, but you know, yeah. so people, you know, people get on the internet. Defense. Yeah, so so another one of those, you know, people just having to find some problem. Yeah, and then people, then there were the people who were like, cultures are not um, costumes. Like people shouldn't be wearing this. They shouldn't be wearing uh, Native American costumes. Like blah blah blah. And that yeah. Became, part of the whole deal and you know again the internet and what happened when they had the Disney movie you had 
you had the Lone Ranger and kids were dressing up as Tonto? People were dressing up as Jasmine, and that's not a cult. That's not something that they should do either, right? Uh, people choose yeah. their battles, and this is the <laughs> this is most uh, yeah. awesome one at, so far, I guess. They didn't really need, they okay. didn't need to jump. It's a controversy that shouldn't have been a controversy, and people just need to back down. Yeah. Well, but uh, if this people week, uh, disagree with me, um, all you white folk that are now, what are you on play? Email. <laughs> uh, we had a big uh, talk about um, people getting offended, or was it? Was that on Dance Robot Dance, my other podcast, or somewhere? It might have been in between of uh, podcast recordings and how people get upset about things. Uh, right. So. I have no uh, patience for people who get upset about things and haven't actually gone through the madness. Right. That sounds that Fair sounds. Cool. But yeah. No, no, there's 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 a logic there. Yeah. So stepping off of the uh, the controversial titles, um, Ghost Rider made the, his big TV appearance this week on Agents of mm-hmm. Shield. Any of you watch it? And what, was you, it? what did you think? It was surprisingly good. Um, oh, much yeah. better than the movies. It, well, it's surprising because Robbie Reyes is such a crappy character, and um, they made him a good <laughs> character. So, well, and to be fair, job, he uh, wasn't really a character that wasn't right around for that long to really catch well, up. Just a couple of years. Uh, was like four years now. I, I don't know it. Well, on and off. Yeah. On and off. But you know, I don't like the car ghostwriter, um, but they made him work on the TV show. Um, mm-hmm. And there's no way they can talk, now, touch Johnny Blaze after, uh, you know. Oh yeah, he's kryptonite. Uh, Nick Cage has, which uh, is appropriate. For uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> see, I'm hosting for a reason. Nick Cage actually did look good as <laughs> Superman, surprisingly enough. I have to admit that was uh, that was a fun documentary, and to like see I some seen of it. the. Oh, waiting for waiting for. Where is it? What are you waiting for? It was on Netflix Uh, for a while, uh, I think. Uh, Yeah. That might have been US Netflix, I can't remember. It's called Superman Lives. Uh, Okay. The Death of of Superman Lives. Yeah. Yeah. And especially for just Kevin Smith's um, backstory into how weird and how strange that whole process was. It was just like unreal. Like you, you mash that and his story about Prince together, and it's just like it just seems like funny things just happen around Kevin Smith. I love it. It was good. Well, he is kind of an inspiration to us all. Um, okay, so yeah, I guess Ghost Rider potential hit, and now we've got the rumor that uh, uh, that the Punisher may be making an appearance on Agents of Shield this mm-hmm. uh, this year. Yeah, that Do you think that happens. Yeah, maybe it's all run by the same group. It it would be very interesting to tie those two universes. I mean, they're technically the same universe, but mm-hmm. they've been kind of arm's length of each other. I you know Is what that now the right that I th- character you're bringing in. But you know what? Now that I think about it, uh, I've been seeing a lot more ABC shows popping up on Netflix. So... Well, that's because of the negotiated deal between Disney right. and Netflix, mm-hmm. and ABC so could... is, Netflix, is Disney. So it could be more likely than not, is I guess what I'm but trying to say. But is the Punisher, and is the Netflix Punisher the character that you would 
want to see over on Agents of Shield. It'd be cool. Mm. Um, it makes sense with uh, Ghost yes. Rider, right? Um, okay. And I see that Spears is that Spears? Yes, it is Spears. Oh, no. hey! The power of my, <laughs> the power of needing more Punisher on TV has summoned me. <laughs> said Punisher three times, and Spears appears. <laughs> yes, every yes. In fact, if the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was nothing but the Punisher shooting in humans in the head, I would watch every week, no matter They're what. They're not touching in nice. humans anymore, right? Well, actually, they are. This season, they, I mean, they've mentioned that they're chasing in humans. That's the, sort of. the premise of the season. Is it? Is Quake still on it? They're chasing still there. Is more. Well, she's the one that went toe-to-toe with, uh, with Ghost Rider this week. And she's rogue, right? She's oh, rogue. yeah, she she's did. Not, she's not part of the team anymore. Um... Well, the team really is all the more reason scary. for the Punisher to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, she's she has redeemed herself. Last season, she was good. Uh, you know, I don't mind the actress. I don't even mind the part so much. The character in the comics is such a Bendis Mary Sue that it drives me up the wall. And on principle, as an Inhuman, she needs to be ended. Hmm. Well, wow. they have to have their mutant somehow in uh, the Marvel universe. Well, it- yeah, the, shake hands with Fox. Well, they're the get ones, the real they're the ones who want to shake hands. It's Fox who's like, give me all the money. My bed is not comfy without all these thousand dollar bills on it. Damn. They're Disney. Just print the money you need. <laughs> Damn you, Ryan Reynolds. You finally so, gave them a property that they could bank on. Yeah. And if the they, they need that money, um, Spears, like Disney needs it so that they can make Star Wars land. And damn you if I don't get Star Wars land. I'd rather have Star Wars land than mutants in the Marvel universe. <laughs> I, I agree yeah. with you. Yes. Totally. Ooh. This is a real flying car dilemma. No, no. Star Wars <laughs> land trumps mutants any day. Star I'm Wars land I'd go to trumps I could... mutants any day. What would you do for a Star Wars land? Star well, Wars land in your life trumps you... mutants any day. Speaking Star of... Wars Shut up. Listen, listen, listen. How many times... How many times in your life are you going to actually get to Star Wars Land? Because I can bet you can count it on one hand. I can bet you once Star Wars Land comes out, I will count it on many hands. So if any, I'm saving my money now. (laughs) going to move in. I'm going to hide in the corner of the Ewok Village. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, they 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 sell condos in the Ewok Village. I would live there in the trees. Dude, that would be so bad. They have the trees. Oh, I would buy one. They have the tree houses. They have the treehouses in Florida already set up. I wouldn't they even mind if the Wookiees celebrated a... Life Day. I wouldn't even mind. Okay. You know, okay. we meet the Ewoks with them trying to eat the heroes, mm-hmm. right? I will gladly try human if I get to hang out with Ewoks. <laughs> I'll live in the Ewok village if it means that I can get first pass in <laughs> to Star Wars land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope it's not, you know, kind of a Disney-fied... Star Wars. I, I, I hope that they actually go full Star Wars, mm. and not like Ninja Turtles. So, hang on, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to leave this yet. Star um, Wars Land, Trump, <laughs> Eric, you're telling me, you're telling me, if you got up to the gates of Disney and it was kind of like Terminus in The Walking Dead, and someone offered you a human sandwich and said, "If you eat this, you'll get to go to Star Wars Land before yes, anyone else." He's asking yeah. for seconds. I would try. He's asking for seconds. I would try anything sure. once at least. <laughs> And if it, if it gives me Star Wars land, I will get, I'll definitely, you know, take a bite of that sandwich. I'll have a second. Yeah, damn straight, James. Give me a. What if you had? Some sort of what if it had to be someone you know? Uh, give me someone I don't like. 
And what if that? And what um, if that? And what it. if it was spoiled? Like it was raw, and it was just like spoiled because it'd been sitting out in the sun for a few days. Do I still get to go to Star Wars Land? Because then I'm still going to Star Wars Land. I don't think you, you understand tapeworm. where I'm going with this. Well, well, if anything can happen, Yoda can save my t- save it. Like he'll get the tapeworm out somehow. You guys are reading ahead of my list here. Tapeworm within Star Wars you. Land you have hitting other topics. Get out! I can't. <laughs> Are you, wait, are Justin, you talking about the Yoda? Yoda? Justin, things you want to see. James's list. Are you talking about the Yoda story in 2020? Well, or is it going to be Yoda? Uh, that's the big rumor. Uh, if they Who wanted money, they'd do Boba Fett. Um, or Boba Fett. No, I want Obi-Wan. I want Obi-Wan from They're episode not do it three right now. to episode four. I want Ewan McGregor. Yeah. A yes. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I, would, I think I read that he said he's he down. Said he's down, oh, yeah. and then he said... You know what? Stop asking me because they're not going to do it for a while. Uh, that's the last interview he had for like, a you know while. What? So that tells me that that's on the books. That was Come me on. saying for a while because I know it's not. He's like, no one's talked to me. There's no been no talks. Well, I'm sure that as a rule, they're not too terribly interested in going back to prequel. They're land, going to do a Yoda movie um, at any point. <laughs> Well, this is this isn't so much. Yeah, but that's like that's Knights of the Old Republic territory. Like the dude's like uh, nine hundred years or, old, mm. or is it just him hanging out in a swamp, being like, "What am I? What to do today?" <laughs> he's a little, yeah, a he's a little <laughs> across a road. <laughs> do we really want to go that far back? I would love to do like, um, like way Yoda not, teen years. In, well, I would love to do something without the Skywalkers, or at least not in the Skywalker yeah. era. Eras. I think that's what we're going to be seeing with this new movie. Rogue, with but Rebels, it's still in the, in the it's still in the Skywalker era, Rogue right? One. So they're still yeah. out there. Like you're going to see Darth Vader in it. So there's a Skywalker there. I want something that has nothing to do with them. Like really, really. Yeah. You want you want to see a Kotor movie? Kotor. You want I, I want to the see Old Kotor. Republic? Definitely. Yeah. How about I Jedi? Do you guys remember that book? <sighs> no. And it was basically about one of the Isaac Asimov, right? Yes. <laughs> and it was it. Was, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a sec. No, no. Uh, no, 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 so really... th- this was like a Sin City in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was very much Star Wars. It was very, but it was almost like a, um, you know, Jedi on his own kind of bounty hunter ish. But it was a self-contained story, and it would be, and it introduced, and it had none of the other characters, and it just it referenced Luke as the guy that trained him, but he was off doing his own thing. Hmm. The old EU was pretty good for that. Like, every year or so, they'd come out with a little anthology, and most of the stories had nothing to do with, like, the title characters. So you'd see, like, minor characters get fleshed out that way. And now we have one of the main minor characters, or not a minor character, but a big character in Grand Admiral Thrawn is now jumped from book to canon. I just uh, finished rereading the original Thrawn trilogy today, and I tell you, it's very exciting to see him canonized. Mm -hmm. And I, and I watched the, uh, <laughs> the episode last night. Um. Yes, he's it. <laughs> Depends. I mean. Man, if, if any character from the EU deserves it, like, the Thrawn trilogy, 
no pun intended, launched a thousand ships. It, I really think those books kept Star Wars alive sure. through the, through at the least, lull. I don't know, within the fandom, yeah. like within the like the late nineties when there was no new star, other new Star Wars product. Mm, they had the, really they had being the PC produced. games, which are actually really, really big and kept most of the PC gaming world alive. Um, mm-hmm. Like Rebel Assault, Dark Force yeah. Rising, Dark Forces, the Jedi Academy. That was good. I like Dark Forces, Tie yeah. Fighter, Tie Fighter yeah. X Wing, and Rebel, Rebel Assault. Assault was the uh, first one they tried. Um, but it was also the first uh, footage that they had filmed for a uh, featuring Star Wars characters uh, in like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember so, that like, when they the, like Star Wars never went away really. Because they would always, but it, was, yeah. it was maybe to a limited fan base. Because again, it was gaming; and it was mostly PC gaming. Mm-hmm. But everyone was PC. Mm-hmm. Most people were PC gaming then, the nineties. I think uh, most people were into gaming though, and that's a much smaller circle in those days than it is yeah, now. Yes. Not amongst Star yeah. Wars fans. <laughs> okay, granted, granted, there's a lot of overlap in that Venn diagram. I'm just saying that the. <laughs> The the circle of people who are Star Wars fans is now, I feel, much, much, much but, bigger than it was back in the yeah, 90s. But a lot of those people were born then, so, you know... Well, take up. a look at the new fans that are, I mean, our kids. You're going back 10 years or less. Now they're being exposed to Star Wars. And will be for the next, well, we're going to 2020. We're guaranteed a Star Wars movie for every year until 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, we we went three movies and waited twenty friggin' years <laughs> before we got something decent again. What are you talking about? The Ewok movies were great. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Those are the first Star Wars movies I remember. Uh, was um was the Ewok adventure in Battle for Endor? Yeah. Ewok oh, and man. Droids Cartoon Hour. Yes, that one was sweet. The droids I, was, was that before or after? That was around. The, I would say that was around the same time that uh, the Ewok movies came out. Maybe even like slightly after. I would say. I'll have to look into And they that. lasted a couple seasons, too, didn't they? Uh, Ewoks went on longer than droids did. Droids was about a year and three episodes. I would say, like, maybe, like, 16 episodes. But I feel Ewoks... Droids got dark, though. Droids got very no, dark. No, the Ewok movies got dark, especially the second one, where the one... Wow, the movies, yes. ...family gets wiped out in the first, like, ten minutes of the second movie, and it's, like, stakes? They're over there There's no one on, like, like the- yeah. No one likes you. <laughs> also, also Aaron, you you Wilfred Brimley needs more screen time, so ditch the family. Aaron, Welcome was, back to... George was only on for a year, man. There were only 13 episodes. I was going to say, it was only 13. 16 or 13. Wow. 16 or 13. Ewoks was much longer, right? Um, I'd say it was at least two. Because it was separate studios that it was shopped out to, as I recall. <laughs> mm. I, thought, I thought droids lasted longer. You know, we had three, P, uh, three CPOs. Uh, for a long time, and two seasons for dro- uh, for Ewoks, thirty five episodes. Yeah, oh. that is fifty percent longer, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I learned something today. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's funny. I it's ju- it's interesting because I'm remembering this from when I was a kid, and I guess two seasons seemed so much longer than one season. I feel like those those two seasons kept on being repeated on air. Because I remember them past like the the mid eighties. Yeah, I think it was in ABC's lineup, so I guess they were keeping track in rotation with things like um, like Smurfs and Mr. T and um, <laughs> Smurfs. Yeah, Smurfs. And 
I can't like they didn't have because that was the competing network. They didn't have transform the Transformers GI Joe block, and no, that's they, what I always watched. Gummy oh, bears. Yeah, oh yeah, gummy bears. That was a good one. Yeah. Gummy bears. Uh, Ducktales. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was later. It was later. Okay. That was later. They all start to blend together. Yeah, Same with gummy bears. Yes, yeah, Smurfs was NBC. <laughs> oh, and and did you hear the the big news about Darkwing Duck and Ducktales? Apparently, two different universes. <laughs> yep. Man, revealed this week. There was a big controversy. Did somebody online. flip a table over this one. I want to see people no, the flipping cr- tables. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it with fan. Privately, I did. <laughs> well, because you had Launchpad, and they says that Launchpad was a different Launchpad. Mm. And Gizmo. Man, Duck, they've totally. They've, Gizmo. It's, it reminds me of like of Legend of Zelda. Like they re- they were all of these like fans were trying to put the games into a single coherent timeline. And then the creators like flipped the table on them and were like, no, there's three different timelines. <laughs> and now Disney's like, yeah, man, we got multiple timelines too. It's like string theory with ducks. <laughs> well, somebody, yeah, somebody questioned him about it and he says, no, there were different universes. I think it was a cop out. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't tie it all together. No way, man. It's like a time cop thing. If the two launch pads meet, they'll like destroy the time space continuum. <laughs> It'll be like a crisis in Infinite Disney's. Oh. Mm. There you go. That's the next the next movie. It's a logical jumping run point. It'll be like the Steamboat Mickey holding like the black and white era mini on the cover just sobbing. <laughs> what do we call it? What do we call it? Referencing that crisis number one we'll cover. Call it, uh, call it Duck. Yeah. Duck Point? No. <laughs> it ends with like Pluto having to outrun death. <laughs> duck catastrophe. Uh. Donald was actually the key to the universe. Crisis. <laughs> Crisis on infinite uh, Disneyland. Disneyland's. Uh, uh. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. One of them has to live. Or Every, one of them has to die. 52 different Donald people. God, it makes all the characters that, like... Man, all the characters in the, like, the Eisner period, that's totally, like, the Legion. Like, from the Little Mermaid through to, like, say, Tarzan or something, until Pixar right. kicks up. Like, that's all, like, your Legion, and they're all off in the B-title or standing around in the background. Well, hey, was it Eisner, Eisner or was it Katzenberg? No, that would be... Those are, those are Katzenberg characters. Oh, yeah, characters. No, Eisenberg was... Uh, are they? I thought it was I thought it was Eisner who did... Um, well, Eisner was his boss, but he was the one that was responsible for those. And that led to... Okay. And he was thought he was a natural next in line, and that's what led to DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Huh. When he left, he said, fine, you owe me royalties to uh, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and this one and this one and this one. And when he left, that's, that's when we started well, getting... Well, that's the K. That's the, that's the K and the SGK yep. that you hmm. see. And he's the one that's still running DreamWorks cartoons. But when he left, that's when we started getting Hercules and... And um, what, was the, what was the other one? Uh, Tarzan Hunchback. was after that. Tarzan, Hunchback of Notre Dame, all of those wildly unsuccessful movies that even they try to hide those characters. You don't see the Hunchback or any of those related characters at Disney. Huh. Or if they do, they That's too bad. Hercules was alright, I thought. Hercules was okay. You could definitely see it like a, as a, a change movie. in a quality, in overall quality. It was not Lion King. It was not Little Mermaid. Definitely wasn't Beauty and the Beast. It was no great mouse detective, I tell you <laughs> what. Well, that was the other era. That was... 
one era ends and then the, the golden era and then it changes again. There's certain periods where they just like, we're not talking about those movies. <laughs> Black Cauldron. Oh, that's a bummer. Some of the movies from that, from... Oh, yes. Yeah, the, the Disney deep, deep, deep vault that will never be open. Oh, yeah. It's right next to Walt's head. <laughs> did, did you guys say Michael Eisner was founded uh, DreamWorks? No, it was Katzenberg. Okay, yeah, I was, I was just Katzen- my brain zoned so out. So, like, Katzenberg was under Eisner at Disney, and then when he didn't yeah, get yeah, bumped yeah. up into the seat, he no, went yeah, over yeah. to. I, I knew he that went story. Over I just, I, I yeah, just that's a very good story. There's, there's a great book that I'm, I'm in the middle of reading, but it's a very. It gets to a point where there's a lot of names and dates, and it's the whole backstory. And man, there is. If they ever were like the Disney a, backstory? No, the well, there was a backstory with Disney, with DreamWorks, with Spielberg, with every all the legal back and forth. You know, you think you know the the social network? If they were for, were to do a social network type movie, DreamWorks would be the one that you want to do it with. Mm-hmm. All the back and forth and all the political stuff in the backgrounds, and and you get to see a much different side of guys like Steven Spielberg and uh, and how they ran businesses. And it even goes down to, at one point, J.J. Abrams was hired to be one of the creators of Shrek. And him and his group, there was a group out of college, they were young filmmakers, and he was hired to, to help design Shrek as a movie. They spent six months working on it, and were all fired. And he went off and said, fine, I've got a script I'm working on called Regarding Henry. And he sold that and went off and became J.J. Abrams. And a couple of the other guys went off to become very prominent filmmakers as well. And they were all fired from making Shrek. Wow. Because they, they couldn't develop the 3D technology. They were all animators and writers and filmmakers. And I guess they, they cost the company millions and had nothing to show for it. And they Katzenberg went and fired them all and then went back to the That doesn't court. sound unreasonable. The way you're telling the story, that sounds like a reasonable response to... Six months and nothing to show for it. Well, but but it was very surprising to see who was involved. I mean, and and the money that was being thrown out there was, and here you go, J.J. Abrams now is could probably do no wrong, but at that time it was J.J. Abrams gets fired by Steven Spielberg. I feel like this is going to be in one of those YouTube videos about how all these very successful people had early failures in their lives, and then how you bounce back. Yeah, we got to put some inspiring uh, music behind uh, this. Yes. So I think there's a setting for that in Zencaster. Uh, even if even if you do get fired, <laughs> yeah. So um, okay, and I guess on my topics list, we're getting towards the end here. Uh, well, Trump versus Clinton, round one of three, starts tomorrow, or, or uh, will be Monday. Mm. Thoughts? Anyone watching? I watch. No, but all I got to say is I, I mean, it's kind of, you know, not geeky, but... All I got to say is I really like that um, uh, that uh, spot, what was it, that uh, uh, Joss Whedon put together. Was that Joss Whedon that put together that spot with all the big actors? Yeah, that was. was. That was um, Save yeah. the Day. Save the Day is what the video is called. Joss rounded up um, a bunch of his actor friends from the Avengers and Buffy and How I Met Your Mother and like everything he's ever worked on or touched or has friends in. 
Um, and they made a little PSA about why it's important to go and vote and why you should not vote for Trump. It's very funny and very good, and you should watch yeah. it immediately. <laughs> yep, two more episodes are coming out this week. Yeah, very, Two, three, I can remember. Yeah, very reminiscent of his one that he did for Mitt Romney years ago about how he was going to bring about the zombie apocalypse if they voted Mitt Romney into office. So, yeah. I, <laughs> Different order of magnitude, though. Like, that one was just Joss in his kitchen yeah, being hilarious. And this one was, you this know? one had a bit of a, a, a turn, when, especially with Don Cheadle comes right out and basically says, you know, the guy's a racist and uh, we can't have him in here. Yeah, yeah. It's no, it's no, like, accident that they led with Robert Downey Jr. And it comes off as all, like, you know, coy and kind of funny and like, oh, we're going to make Mark Ruffalo strip in his next movie if you vote Clinton. And, um... Uh, and then Don Cheadle is looking directly at you and being like, this guy is a racist pile of garbage yeah. and no one should oh, yeah. vote for him ever. Like an actual physical and philosophical danger yeah. to our country. He just, he killed it. He absolutely shot it down in midair and had it crash in a field. <laughs> Let's see what you did. Reminiscent there. of uh, his role as War Machine. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what yeah. I was implying. Yes, yeah, yeah subtly, yes. <laughs> and I had to go and break that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. If there's anything I, I, as, I aspire to be, it's subtle. <laughs> and I'm Captain that's Obvious. Okay. You're fired. <laughs> You're done. Kill all the inhumans. Shoot <laughs> them in the head. So you want them all to die. <laughs> I'm absolutely <laughs> against racism of all kinds unless it's directed against inhumans. <laughs> Scotch almost ended up all over my microphone there. <laughs> <laughs> I waited. I because wait. Inhumans are fictitious and not actual people, and yeah. it's, it's no, really a victimless back. crime. That's what they said about <laughs> mutants. Uh. <laughs> well, except for Jack Kirby, it, it was kind of a yeah. he was kind of victimized. The Inhumans being a Jack Kirby creation. And like so many Jack Kirby creations, work perfectly fine, so long as they're not in a shared universe with other beings right. that make them redundant. Like, say, mutants. But other Jack Kirby characters can coexist with their characters. Like in DC. I'm not sure... Or maybe the I know that they, they've been they've been made to get along, particularly by like later day writers like Alan Moore and Grant Morrison and like guys who've really found interesting ways of integrating Fourth World and New Gods characters into their lineups. But in and like in and of themselves, a world that has Superman doesn't really need Orion. No, but it does need a dark side. Uh, you do need someone that Superman yeah. can't just you know, beat up. He has to, you know, it pushes him a, a little bit further. I think that was probably yeah, the, I, the, the biggest appeal to those characters. Yeah, like, even the even the weaker members of the New Gods are on par, can hold their own against Superman. Outthink Batman. Outrun Flash. Mm -hmm. I think, didn't they have an arc recently where the JLA become, like, sort of usurp the New Gods' powers, and then you ended up with, like, a Batman who was more Batman than Batman? Well, Batman and... took over the Metron's chair, so he had all the knowledge. But that's Metron's sort of like a, like, in the Marvel equivalent would be the Watcher, kind of? Like, sees everything but doesn't yes. interfere? Yes. Well, the, he does interfere, but 
Yeah, he's kind of. Oh, well, yeah. Well, so, so does the Watcher. And then, you but they say they won't interfere, so it's more dramatic when they do. Yeah, and then there was uh, the God of Magic was Shazam. Superman was the God of of Strength. Lex Luthor was the God of Apocalypse, and he still kind of retains that. Flash was the God of Death. And so the Black Racer. And huh. there was a few others. It got a little convoluted, and I kind of tuned out at that point. That was right before Rebirth, I think, right? Right before Rebirth. When, by all accounts, DC became awesome again. And that's what also led to the death of the New 52 Superman. He had absorbed all that power, and he couldn't get rid of it. He had absorbed uh, the Apocalypse uh, energy when he was on Apocalypse. And that led to basically where we have the the original Superman is back in the New 52, so the Rebirth universe. Cool. So, kind of, yeah, and, and probably one of the better comics that are out there right now. Actually, this week, they released um, uh, Francis J. Manipal, who's from Toronto. Um, well, from Calgary originally, but now out of Toronto. He's a writer, uh, writer, artist, amazing artist. And his book came out called uh, Trinity. And it's basically about Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And what it is, it's a real simple concept. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all come to... Uh, or uh, Batman and, and Wonder Woman go to Superman's house to have dinner. Because this guy that they know as Superman is not their Superman. And he's looking at them saying, I know Bruce and I don't know Diana, but I don't know you and you. So he's telling them stories about about them, and they're going, that didn't happen to us. So two different universes. And, uh, and as a reader, do you recognize those stories? Like, is that a flag that, like, oh, this is the Superman from this point in continuity? Well, yeah, they, they reference some old, uh, the Batman, it was a silly one where Batman would dress in the rainbow costumes to distract people from realizing that Robin was injured, and they couldn't peg Robin as being injured Dick Grayson. And so he huh. dressed as a, you know, he dressed, a, and it was a, it was a famous and 1950s story or a 1960s story. That era I think it's getting like well, I think they're doing a Rainbow Batman Funko uh, pop figure yep, this year. Out in a month. There is, <clears throat> yeah, and it's but it was a great way to kind of bridge. All Eric, the do you have no, it already? No, I'm not gonna get it. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> everything Batman. Everything Batman. But I just want to throw a shout out. To, you know, take a look at that. Take a look at that book. It actually is a very fun read. And if he goes in the direction of staying too much, or not going into like big battles, and that but just deals with the personal side, and it was really, really well done. So definitely yeah, worth yeah. the worth the read. Man, they should get him to work on Inhumans. <laughs> Maybe he'd find a good way to work on those characters. <laughs> One thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll kind of throw it to you guys. I've kind of thrown my. Uh, my list of topics at you this week. Uh, any any new um, business on your end? Not so much on my end, although um, uh, just Sarah and I are getting caught up on TV shows so that we can begin the new uh, season. Uh, we're just wrapping up um, New Girl, and they uh, finally came back out with an episode where they played True American. And if you've never seen New Girl and watched them play True American, it is like the drinking game to end all drinking games. And it 
basically reinvigorated our need to go and play True American at some point. It's insane. Just seriously. I don't feel like we're no. Qualified. Well, we would have to re-switch it, rebrand it to be like True Canadian, and um, you couldn't drink any beers that would be like less than five percent, and uh, any kind of alcohol that you incorporate into the game has to be Canadian in origin at some point. So, and then, uh, and then it would be about prime ministers, not presidents, and things like that. But yeah, I think I just want to play a good old-fashioned drinking game. Maybe maybe we can drink and watch James play D&D for the first time. I think I think we need to do that. <laughs> I think I'm going to need a drink to figure that out. So what would my character um, be? You're a total ranger, for sure. I see you being a ranger. Just bows and arrows, um, definitely, just because that just fits with who you are, I think. Fair enough, fair enough. I think he threw out the idea of, you know, some guy that dresses in green and lived on an island and shot a bow, and I'm like, I think that's been covered. Is plagiarism allowed? You know, actually, when I was first starting out in D&D, all of my characters were patterned off of, like, anime characters and yeah. movie characters and stuff. It took an embarrassingly long time for me to develop the ability to create a backstory that wasn't just, like, a retelling of something <laughs> I was watching. So your character came and was shuttled from another planet. <laughs> Came from another dimension. His parents were killed in an alley. Uh, there was a lot. There were there were a lot of. You know, I did have there. There was a really obscure um, sort of uh, class. Almost, I if you want to get really nerdy about it, in second Mister? ed AD and D, you had your. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this a lot. Um, but you you had your like your main character classes, and then as the second edition of Advanced Dungeons and Dragons rolled out in the like early mid nineties, um, they developed something called kits to personalize the characters even further. Um, and one of the kits was called uh, it was a city it was like an urban ranger, and there it was a ranger who was as comfortable in the city as a regular ranger is out in the country, um, and the. There was one version of that ranger that was, I think it was called, like, the Urban Avenger or something, and it was Batman. <laughs> like, you didn't pick a, like, most most rangers have a species enemy, like, a kind of monster that they, like, that they, their anger, like, gives them bonuses against or whatever. With the Urban Avenger, you picked, like, a personality or, like, um, a house or a person or, or an wow. individual within your city, like your nemesis. And you get bonuses related to that nemesis instead. That's awesome. And there was also... Ah, you had all sorts of, like... It was really neat. It was a lot of fun to play. And I really had to, like, twist, um... I don't know. I really had to, like, sort of twist my Dungeon Master's arm to, like, to let me... To let me play the character. But it was it was super cool. It was a lot of fun. So I guess, James, my answer to your question is... You can play whatever you feel like, and if you pattern it after a movie or comic yeah. book character, there's nothing wrong with that. Fair enough. Okay. You can go deep cuts on that, too. Yeah. So plagiarism is allowed. Oh, yeah. you got to start somewhere. And encouraged. And encouraged. It's kind of like my film career. <laughs> which was every movie that I made in film school was just basically, it's a, it's an homage to this. No, it's a, you're stealing it. No, it's an homage. No, you blatantly ripped off three different scenes from a movie and just changed the characters' names. So, 
That's the reason I'm not in the film industry anymore. Well, it, it's a route that's yielded good results for others. That's true. Yeah, plagiarism has, has worked very well for uh, for some guys. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. Who's going to try to be a smart aleck? I don't want to call anyone out. Well, there's some people that kind of deserve it. I mean, wasn't wasn't Battlestar actually listed as a basically a ripoff of of uh, Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like it was like a retelling of basically like Mormon theology in a Star Warsy background. But there's no like, you know, there was no. It's it's as close to like the old sci-fi serials, like the Buck Rogers and Flash Gordons, as Star Wars is. I feel like they're both drawing from the same pool, so to speak. Speaking of Buck Rogers, I found a whole series. I should have picked it up. It was the entire series for like ten bucks at Walmart. The old Buck Rogers series, like the black and white, like oh, no, like the um, uh, the eighties with Twiggy and and. Uh, and the doctor that was on his chest, where he was like he had the little clock that was like flavor oh, flavor. Um, huh. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He never watched by, it. Yeah, he, he was voiced it. like uh, that uh, little robot guy was voiced by uh, Mel Blank, I believe. I'm gonna stop you there. I gotta go. Uh dude. Oh. Hi, Eric. Right. Oh, we'll miss See you, Eric. Me. So Spears, remember, remember, you were gonna share some uh, uh, some stories about uh, your kids in their in their oh, health. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. Um, actually, I, <laughs> this was not a health related story at all. Oh okay. <laughs> um, we had uh, yeah. No, no, just the opposite actually. Um, but I, I guess at the beginning I missed a like a what's going on. Right. Kind of bit like. What nerdy happenings have been going on eh. with the kids well, this yeah, week? Um, yeah, so everybody's been kind of under the weather, and your kids have been. Uh, have they managed to avoid it? Um, no. Short answer: No. Um, we actually, um, Kara's was going to have an uh, an early birthday party uh, yesterday, but we had to call it off because they were both like running fevers and were all boogery and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, we ended up oh, going to like, yeah, we went to urgent care. Everything's fine. Like, you know, no one's in oh, trouble good. or anything. Um, but there was enough reason to be concerned that, you know, we're like, we don't want to infect anyone else. Yeah. And if they're not going to have a good time, you know, totally. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all about the kids. Yeah, um, when, they're, when they're throwing up, at the, you know, when you're handing out treat <laughs> bags to, for other reasons, it's kind of a, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. But by um by like mid morning today they were both completely themselves again. It was like everything was fine. So we ended up going to the park, and uh, and it was great. Like they were climbing around, going on swings and stuff. They even like now that Clark's in um, junior kindergarten, he's in a bigger school and he's meeting all of these new kids. Um, and a kid from his class was playing in the park, so we played like some soccer with this kid. Um. And so we, you know, we get home, we, Kara goes down for her nap, and, you know, uh, Clark and I go and do some errands, and then we all, like, meet back up for dinner. Um, And then at the dinner table, we go around and we ask, like, what was your favorite, you know, what was your favorite thing that we did today? 
And Kara says, playing with Luke Skywalker. What? <laughs> and, like, and, and my wife's looking right at me, and she's like, what did you do, face? <laughs> this kid at the park's name was Luke. Oh, so she put two and two together, and of course he's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, so I had to very like I very intentionally explained to her that no, no, that that kid was Luke, and he's a real person. <laughs> Luke Skywalker is is not a real person. He's he's from Star Wars. That's wow. not real. Meanwhile, I'm still getting daggers, and Kara's sort of got her like I don't believe you, face on. <laughs> You've warped their childhood. Uh... Yeah. And I'm just getting started, man. Um, but yeah, that's so that that's kind of my um, my kids report. Well, I'm glad they're on the mend, man. Yeah. So they're on the mend. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, so I guess you know, we're kind of getting to the end of uh, end of this session. So I guess as my hosting duties, I'm uh, kind of try to wrap things up. But uh, what's on the agenda for this week? What Staying, are you guys alive? Going on? <laughs> uh, Staying alive. I'm gonna try to get that last episode of Jessica Jones watched. Oh, get not to holding it. my breath. Oh yes. I know there's no the way I'm gonna get Daredevil watched by the time uh, Cage drops, yeah. which is too bad. I might, I might skip it. To be honest, just not because no. I think it's gonna be bad, but I just. Cage looks really good. Yes. But Daredevil was really good. Uh, Man, I'm never going to finish Stranger Things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that also leads to something else that's coming up this weekend is uh, the Hamilton Comic Con out at the uh, Hamilton International Airport at the Warplane Heritage running October 1st and 2nd. So uh, some big stars... I'm oh like the roster that they've got this year. It'll be an, an interesting show, an interesting yeah. location. The uh, Warplane Heritage Museum is becoming like the new, um, I would say, like uh, convention space, and they have a lot of stuff going on there just year round. If you can ever get a chance to get out there, yeah, for sure, go check it out. It's uh, Mount Ho- Hamilton. Yeah, well, it's, it's one of the most unique buildings. You know, it's based on an old uh, stealth bomber. One of the original designs, and actually a Nazi-designed stealth bomber, if if I read correctly, that was the inspiration for it. You know, our and, good friends, uh, good friends of the show, um, and Lando's um, Crystal and AJ had their wedding at the uh, Warplane Heritage Museum, and it was one of the most beautiful evenings I've ever been to. Oh wow! So I, you know, I highly recommend any of our listeners uh, get out. Go to the uh, go to the Hamilton yeah. Comic Con. Uh, it's what, get a get a picture here? get a picture with Mick Foley yeah. and yeah. Bret Hart and like. Well, I, that's what I'm. That's that's <laughs> on Chuck's list. I said, "What do you want to do?" And she wants to go see Mick Foley, and not because he's a hardcore legend, but because he's the father on Holy Foley. Huh. And she knows she knows Mick now only as. Not the guy that took the dive off the cage, but as the guy that's the father that dresses up as Santa Claus. And she is a fan. James, if you could snap a picture with Mick and uh, get it up on our uh, website or something like that, that would be amazing. That is is the goal. That 
Yeah, Brett, you, Brett, anybody. Um, Corey, Corey Feldman, I don't don't think that's on my list, especially after his new video dropped this week. <laughs> what about David Prose? Yes. David Prose. Yes. Dark that's, Lord that's of the one. Sith himself. Be, be interesting to see, but um, uh, David James, or was it uh, David uh, David Frank, the Green Power Ranger? Yeah, even him. Be oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know, um, who is it? Uh, we three I'd... geeks have been trying to get the red Power Ranger for a while, but if we get a, if we snap a pic of the of the green Power Ranger man, I did stand next to Billy. Did you really? Billy was at uh, the he was at one of the uh, earlier cons. He was at the first one. Oh man! And he was there with the uh, with the blue helmet. Man, kudos did, to we three geeks. By the way, they're like they're climbing the they charts. They are. They're knocking on their um their podcast subscription service. I think they're like six, five or six. This week in TV and entertainment, uh, so like kudos to you, blokes. Is that what they call them over I there, blokes? Maybe, yeah. Mates, yeah. Cheers, cheers, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we we've got Hamilton Comic Con. So uh, next week, I guess we'll have a little bit of feedback from that, and uh, that would wrap up this week's this week's um, yeah. geeks with kids. So. Uh, I know that there's a whole spiel that there's supposed to be, and I didn't get the uh, the notes, so I'll leave <laughs> that to Spears, you guys. You want to field this one? People can follow <laughs> up. No, but I will anyway. Um, hit up our super cool website at geekswithkids.ca. Um, you'll find links to most of our social stuff there, but we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Uh, um, and come and search us up on iTunes and Stitcher, and please to leaving stars, comments, and reviews, um, positive right. or negative, we'll take <laughs> what we can get. We will take it. We have thick skins. So thank you very much, guys. This is my uh, my first time hosting. So um, please <laughs> you know, leave your comments. Let me know what I can do to improve, and and uh, and. We will definitely take that into consideration. So, for geeks with kids, <laughs> for for geeks with kids, I'm uh, I'm James Spears and Aaron. Have a great night. Thanks, guys. Majram, everybody. Yeah, Majram. Night. <laughs>